Welcome to Finding the Lost podcast. Finding the Lost is a true crime podcast that hopes to aid in helping families and friends bring more awareness and a voice to their loved ones' stories. Jean Samper is suspected of possibly being one of the victims of the Highway of Tears murderer. But with little to no evidence, her family is still left waiting for answers. What happened to Jean? Did she meet with foul play? Did she just run off and start a new life somewhere else and not have any contact with her family or her friends? I'm your host, Candace Chen, and this is episode three of Finding the Lost. Jean Virginia Sampere, Gone from the Bridge. Virginia Samper was born on September 10, 1953, to parents who were of a First Nations family of Gitson descent. Jean was the second youngest of six children. She lived with her family in Gitsagukla. Jean worked at the Royal Packing Company salmon canning plant in Claxton. She's described by her brother Rod as quiet, strong, careful, and was not one who would involve herself in any high-risk activities. As a matter of fact, she would usually let someone know her plans. Before Virginia vanished, her family reported that she was depressed about her boyfriend's sudden disappearance. He worked at the same canning plant as Virginia. She took her boyfriend's disappearance really hard. The day Virginia went missing, she was upset, according to her sister-in-law. In a public record of a meeting for a national inquiry into the missing and murdered Indigenous women's and girls' truth-gathering process, Virginia's sister-in-law, Violet, recalls that day that Virginia disappeared. She stated that she was at home and Virginia and another sister were in their room. Their mother came home and went in to see them Moments later, Virginia came out of her room, and it appeared that she was crying. She looked upset, but said nothing when Violet asked her what was wrong. She just walked out the door. That was the last time Violet saw Ginny. She left the house on foot, and sometime after met up with their cousin Alvin, and they hung out for a bit. When it started getting cooler, Alvin said that he was going to bike home and get a jacket. So he rode off to his house, leaving Ginny by the bridge. When he was on his way back, almost to the bridge where he left Ginny, he says he heard a truck door slam but couldn't see anything from where he was at. When he reached the road, he didn't see Ginny anywhere. She was gone. That was the last time Virginia was seen. 
In the days after her disappearance, there were several searches done, and Virginia's brother Rod was involved in helping organize the searches and volunteers. Her family helped search for her everywhere they could think of, but didn't find anything. No evidence of her being anywhere. No clothes, no belongings, no clues. A week after her disappearance, according to stories done at the time by the Vancouver Sun, RCMP officers and volunteers started an official search. They talked with everyone they could and anyone who might know what happened to Ginny, but they didn't get any info on her whereabouts. The case went cold. Virginia's family believes that she might be a victim of the Highway of Tears murders, but according to Staff Sergeant Bruce Hoolan, Virginia's case only meets two of the three pieces of criteria to be listed on the official list. One, she was a female. And two, she was last seen within a mile of the highway. But there is no evidence of foul play, which is the third piece. In 2001, Virginia's case was reopened and the New Hazleton RCMP collected samples to put together a DNA sample just in case they needed one. Virginia's family still hopes that she's alive somewhere. But whether she is or not, they'd like to know. They'd want to be able to lay her to rest or to see her again. They want answers, and her brother Rod says they will keep looking until they get some. Thank you for listening to Finding the Lost podcast. Sources and more information about this case will be listed in the description of this episode. If you like the show and you want to help support the show, make sure to leave a review and subscribe to the show so you can stay up to date on new episodes and so that we can continue to bring awareness to these cases. Another way to help support our show is by subscribing to our Patreon page. There, you'll get access to more episodes that are not part of our regular show and early access to the episodes before they are released. If you have a case that you would like us to cover, you can send us an email at findingthelostpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at findingthelostp and on Instagram at findingthelostpodcast. We also have a Facebook group where you can join in on discussions about the cases we cover. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any other podcast platform you listen on. Until then, stay safe and see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.